Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. You've got the home of the truth. Back to The Baldface Truth with John Kanzano on 750 The Game. Pac-12 football games uh, all weekend, of course, full slate of games. Arizona will be playing at Utah, 4.30 on the Pac-12 Networks on Saturday. Here to talk about it, the great Josh Newman of the Salt Lake Tribune joining us. How are you, man? John, I'm doing well. How are you? We're good. Is Cam Rising going to play in this game? You got a feel for it? Um, strikes me as a situation where if I were a betting man, which I am, um, I would <laughs> lean towards Rising probably playing. It's... It's Thursday afternoon. You know, the things you hear coming out of Utah, I would put it at, put it at maybe 60-40, 65-35 that Rising goes. Um, I mean, look, remember, last week going into Washington State, they had gone through the bye and gone through the short game week with Rising pointed towards playing, right? There were no setbacks. There was no problem. And then they get to, um, they get to Lewiston on Wednesday night. He had a bit of a setback. He still tried – well, he, he didn't try. He did go through warm-ups um, at Washington State on Thursday, and within like a half hour of kickoff, he decided that he couldn't go. So he was very close. Um, and I think the real telltale thing here this week is that Kyle Whittingham on Monday said that uh, Rising looked and felt better on Monday uh, compared to that point last Monday. So that, to me, was an indication that they are – uh, that, that they are getting rising ready to go, and that at, at this point, again, 60-40, 65-35, he goes on Saturday. Do we know what the injury was? Because I, I, I think you're the only person who really reported that he showed up in the news conference that first appearance after the USC game. He had a brace on. What do you know about that? Um, left knee it is what I was told. Um, you know, coach speak is, you know, lower leg injury, right? But it, it sounded to me like it was uh, – it was a knee. Um, so, you know, nothing serious. Again, he, it, it was a very physical game against USC, right? And, and, and that was on both sides, right? Jordan Addison, Eric Gentry came out of that game, banged up for USC, Cam Rising, um, you know, Makai Bernard. So the thing with Rising is he's, he's not your prototypical dual-threat guy, but they are comfortable with him running the ball 8, 10, 12 times a game between, you know, by design, or on a scramble, so he is touching the ball, or he is in on like 78 or 80% of the offensive plays that Utah is running. So that's more contact, that's more risk of injury, that's more things that could happen, but, you know, he's a gamer. And, uh, you know, the fact that he decided that he could not go against Washington State, I, I think that was a surprise to everybody. And when I say everybody, it sounds like Kyle Whittingham was not, you know, not necessarily caught off guard, but it seemed like, Seems he was a little surprised that you know that Rising couldn't go, just you know knowing that the type of competitor that he is. Josh Newman, Salt Lake Tribune, is with us. I'm impressed with this team because offensive line just okay, running backs uh, not really reliable, receivers eh, they're so-so. The tight ends are great, but they're banged up. But this team just seems to find a way. What is it about this team? That's a that's a pretty loaded question. I I don't know that you have a great answer. I mean, I I could point towards you know depth. You know, you look at the running back situation, as you said, you know, not very reliable this year. Um, you know, they walked into the season 
thinking that they had four legitimate options at that position. Um, Tavion Thomas has been dealing with some personal stuff, uh, certainly has looked nothing like the player he was last year. Um, and Makai Bernard, for as versatile and as good as he is, he plays very physical. He is very banged up right now. So you take those two guys out of the mix. Uh, Chris Curry is done for the season with an ankle injury. And if Bernard cannot go against um, if Bernard cannot go against um, Arizona, you're looking at a situation where you have a true freshman in Jalen Glover, who they're very high on, and he played well against Washington State. Uh, 20 carries for 76 yards and a touchdown. Um, and uh, Quinton Jackson, who is a converted quarterback, who you know has some running back experience, but he has taken that to that position very well, certainly better than can be expected based on the fact that he was a quarterback who was just thrust into the running back room. So it's things like that, right? Uh, depth and options at most positions, that is what is kind of pulling Utah through right now. And look, you know as well as I do, right? It's not just running back, right? Cam Risen couldn't play. Here comes Bryson Barnes, you know, a walk-on kid from Southern Utah. Um, you know, we all know about, you know, the almost heroics in the Rose Bowl. Um, you know, Barnes comes in here and, you know, 17 of 27, 175, threw a touchdown pass. Kid was really solid, took good care of the ball. He was a huge reason why um, why Utah won that game. Um, you know, again, you're talking about depth and options. If Dalton Kincaid is, like, very hurt and, and cannot go against Arizona, that one's a bit of a problem because you're already without Brand Keithy, and if you're without Kincaid, it's very hard to run, you know, 12 personnel like you want to. They don't have another pass-catching option at their disposal like Keithy, like Kincaid. So, um, you know, despite all of this, if you if you have Rising, if Rising plays, I give Utah a chance against anybody in this conference just just for what he does, the way he plays, and just how dynamic he can be. Josh, uh, that running back position, it's just – seemed like week to week you just don't know who's going to be there who will be there now and who do you suspect will be among the backfield candidates on november 19th when utah plays at oregon oh november 19th it feels like a world away now i mean (laughs) i know you know know, let's start with arizona here i mean again jalen glover jaquindon jackson i think that makai bernard is look he's he's very banged up he was very limited at washington state but he felt good enough to, you know, he went through warm-ups. He had three carries. I don't know um, how much he can give, but I'm expecting Bernard to play, um, at, again, at least suit up, at least warm up, at least try to give them something against Arizona. So you're looking at, again, Bernard and Jalen Glover and Jaquindon Jackson. Now, in terms of Tavion Thomas, Kyle Whittingham has sounded optimistic that at some point this season, couldn't tell you when, could be on Saturday against Arizona, could be against Oregon, could be in a bowl game. But at some point, he sounds optimistic that they will have Tavion Thomas at their disposal. So, you know, between now and November 19th is a, um, is, is a long ways away. But if, you, if you're trying to put a, you know, an estimate, like will Tavion Thomas be available against Oregon, if things continue on the path that they're on now and they're trying to get it all figured out, he didn't travel to Washington State, I do not expect to see him Saturday against Arizona. I think if things continue on the path that they're on now, you have, I would call it a 50-50 chance, as we sit here right now, that we might see Tavion Thomas play against Oregon. 
Josh Newman, Salt Lake Tribune with us. Uh, Josh, you're going to help uh, as part of a giveaway we're doing later in the show. So listeners who are listening now are going to have a chance to uh, try to remember your answer to this next question. Uh, the uh, question is, uh, what movie is your go-to movie? Like, are you a movie guy? If there's a movie on TV, I know you got a newborn. Let's just say you're up in the middle of the night, baby's getting fed, uh, in movies on TV. What movie are you stopping to watch if it's on? My all-time favorite movie is uh, The Shawshank Redemption. Um, everything nice. about that, right, the performance of Morgan Freeman and, and Tim Robbins and, and the story obviously adapted from a, you know, a famous Stephen King novel. Uh, that is a movie that if you catch it on TV, and it is on TV fairly often, yes. you know, let's be honest, that is a movie I am absolutely stopping uh, to watch, and that's you know, two hours and 45 minutes that I know I'm just not getting back. You're going to send somebody to the Phil Knight Invitational to see a whole bunch of basketball games with that answer. So feel good about it <laughs> next time you're watching, uh, you know, Andy Dufresne, Get Busy Living. Um, all right, let me ask you, this is, a, this is an interesting race with UCLA, USC, Oregon, and Utah. Um, how much talking about it is happening in your, among your readership with, the, you know, the teams that are involved in the scenarios? Or is it more just, hey, Utah, there's a lot of ball to play. Utah has to win went out to be part of this conversation. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. There seems to be this feeling, uh, I don't want to lump the entire fan base together, but there is absolutely a, a corner of this fan base that is penciling in Arizona and Stanford as wins. Now, you can probably do that against Stanford, but I would not be so quick to just pencil in Arizona as a win. We saw what the Wildcats did pushing USC to the limit last week. Jane Delora has been very, very good for Jetfish. Uh, they're not really playing a ton of defense, but there is enough uh, firepower on offense that, you know, they can score some points. And I would not rule it out against against Utah's secondary, which has been, which has been good. But remember, look, R.J. Hubert is uh, sus suspended for the first half after getting banged for targeting in the second half against Washington State. Uh, Clark Phillips has been terrific, but you know JT Broden, uh, all Pac-12 cornerback in 2020, has not has not quite looked like the guy that he was. So you know this game Saturday against Arizona, it feels a little you know there's certainly some upset vibes to it. Just again based on what Arizona was able to do against USC and Delora, and you know they're better than they were last year. I don't think Arizona can walk into Rice-Eccles on a Saturday night and get it done, but it should at least be considered. I don't think the fan base should, should just be penciling this in as a win. Um, I, think, I think all told, I, I, I certainly think that eyes are, eyes are veering towards Eugene on November 19th, and you know people understand what is at stake. They know what's coming. Um, and, look, my personal opinion, you know, I, I like Utah – no matter who plays, right, whether Rising plays or doesn't play and Tavion and all these guys, I, I, I just think Utah has too much for Arizona, and I think Utah, whoever plays, I think they have too much for Stanford. I do not think that Utah can walk into Austin in, 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 in three weeks and deal with Oregon unless guys get healthy, unless they have Rising, uh, you know, at health and Makai Bernard, you know, and Dalton Kincaid is a huge piece of the puzzle. So, you know, we have to get to, you know, um, we have to get to Oregon first. We have to get to November 19th. So there's, you know, there's some things to take care of first. Um, this game Saturday strikes me as, at least on paper, I, I, I have talked myself into this could be um, a better game than maybe some of us are thinking on paper.
Yeah, I'm looking at that game, and then the nightcap, the UCLA-Arizona State game could have some implications, but I still think UCLA is going to win that. I know Utah probably like to see Arizona State win that, but I still think there's some interesting games. Oregon going to Colorado, not happening, but tomorrow night, Oregon State, Washington, that could be a fun one for the conference. Newman, you do a great job. I appreciate you making time for us. Uh, get busy living, and uh, I will uh, see you down the road. <laughs> Thanks so much, John. Appreciate there it. There he is. Salt Lake Tribune. Follow him on Twitter. He's a great follow. He's a good read. If you uh, want to know what's going on with Utah football, Josh Newman is somebody you want to follow and read. Uh, we got a special guest coming up. Mike Sanford, Jr., the coach at Colorado, is going to join us. We'll talk to him. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but... If you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.